Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. And hello, 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 and welcome everybody to the Forbes Factor, the secret hour for health, wealth, and happiness, uh, of which I'm truly discovering all of those. Now, I just so wish that this were not smell-o-vision, but seeing, you know, like it was a, a more of a, a Skype thing where we could see each other, because I'm sitting here at one of my favorite places on the planet. It's called the Sojo Spa. I am not being paid to say that. I get no money for this. In fact, they charged me to stay here last night a fair amount of money, but I love it. It is based on a Korean spa. And if you've never done this, let me tell you something. I'm going to give you a little insight into how Forbes Riley is as successful as she is. I do take time to relax and breathe and smell the roses and sit in hot saunas. So for many years in in, uh, Los Angeles, I found a place called the Beverly Hot Springs. And this is, if you've ever been to a really nice spa, this isn't it. It is a hole in the wall in East L.A., and in fact, it looks like bare rocks. And, and if you walked in there, and, and it, Korean run, and when you go to get a scrub by them, the Korean women actually don't wear any clothes. They maybe wear a little bit of underwear, but they're basically topless and naked. And you're like, wow, this is interesting. And then you come to find out that sitting in this really crazy hot tub with you, and it's a natural spring, the only one in all of Los Angeles, is Brooke Shields. I sat with uh, Callista Flockhart when she got with Harrison Ford. I mean, get this. Seriously, I'm sitting naked in a sauna with Callista Flockhart. Now, I know exactly who she is, but we both have just a towel on, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, how do I know so much about this? Well, like, I know what her son's name is. I know that she's sleeping with Harrison Ford. I'm like, and all I just like, hi. <laughs> I was in the hot tub the Sunday before Jennifer Grey won Dance with the Stars. It has just been really, really fun. And if you're a starstruck chick like I am, and I've always been, this is really, really fun. So anyway, so I love that. And of course, you heard the story of how I spin Jim naked with Vivica Fox at that place and got her to endorse my book. But apparently, I found something that has taken 20 years to become popular. Well, I'm in New York and I find out that the, yeah, the Koreans have taken over New Jersey. They have this seven-story, state-of-the-art, beautiful Korean spa. There are 19 saunas here. They range from 180 to 240 degrees, red clay, salt, um, indoor, outdoor, pools, jacuzzis, last night. And you, ha- you have to go to my Facebook. You have to go to my Facebook page and see a picture that I posted of me and Joshua in the outdoor infinity pool overlooking Manhattan. It, it doesn't get any better than this. And here's the best part. This whole thing is wildly affordable. I mean, massages at this place are like 60 to $70 compared to most hotels I've ever been in where they're totally jacked up. And they make you check your shoes at the door, wear a robe. And for the last two days, I have just been in heaven. Of course, I'm now on the radio. They think I'm a little weird with my computer out here doing my thing, but I just can't miss doing my live show. So if you get a chance to come see this, one, comment on my Facebook and say hi. And uh, two, you know, if you get a chance, it's an amazing treat for yourself. So why do I talk about this? Well, one, because I'm in a little stress. I don't know if you noticed, but it's the holiday season. Yeah, and everything is about bigger, better, faster. My two 16-year-olds, who just turned 16, um, my daughter says, hey, mom, you know, 16, I got my, uh, my permit. I, I want a car. I'm like, yay for you. <laughs> I, I, I sounded like my mom and dad. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, my children are driving. And then I had the weirdest revelation that at 16, I graduated high school. I skipped your high school, and I went off to college. I'm looking at my two kids thinking, there is no way that these two beautiful children are going to go off on their own and, and fly. I'm, I'm sure they're more than talented, but I'm scared. I'm nervous. So I have two wonderful guests on today. The first is a very, very old friend of mine. Actually, he's not very old. This has been a long-time friendship. And he is a specialist in, in, in health in, in all kinds of different areas, but he really kind of works on orthotics and feet. And I had, a, I had an infomercial product many years ago about orthotics, and I truly did a lot of research on how if your feet are not in good health, it will mess with your alignment, your stability, your balance, your sports performance, just your daily life. And Dr. Wild Bob is just one of the best. He is one of the premier athletes in all types of sports, and he's got his show called The Sports Doctor. Please welcome, with a big round of applause, Dr. Bob Wild. Hey, Forbes, it's great to be with you. Hey, you know, the sports doctor's in. How can I help you, my friend? 
<laughs> hey, you know what? I happen to be the parent of sports creatures. My son plays varsity football. He just got drafted up to the quarterback of that team, and he wrestles, and my daughter's sport is on the internet, but we won't talk about that. No, she used to do volleyball, and actually, my kids grew up doing every sport. We can bowl, we can ski. Well, you know what you sound like, Forbes. That's why I'm going to have you buy. I told you, I sent you my book, you know, hashtag, hey, sports parents, like yep. you. When you're a sports parent and keeping these kids safe and the pressure of playing sports big time, the uh, uh, epidemic of overuse injuries. So as a sports podiatrist, I'm usually singing the song, the football, the foot bones connected to the ankle bones, connected to the knee bone, yada, yada, because the feet affect all areas above. uh, And when we're active, it becomes a big deal. So... Let's get into ourselves. A lot of my listeners, they may have children, and we'll talk about that in a second, but for our own personal health, I have noticed lately, I've been in a couple of car accidents, I'm having massive neck pain. What are some of the really quick tips that you can do to maintain your health as we get older in this society? Well, I'll tell you, I, uh, my, my co-author of the book is a Hall of Fame volleyball player, Sharky Zartman, and I bring her up because her previous book was called Empowered Aging. And I did, she had about 10, 12 experts. I did a chapter uh, called For Fun uh, that uh, Aging is a Balancing Act. Uh, and, you know, it was a cutesy title, but it was all about the importance of balance exercises and strengthening our feet and ankles as we age, whether it's the falling is the biggest problem we have with the super senior population and uh, all sorts of problems, whether it's our back, it's our neck, etc. So what you need, of course, is an expert diagnosis to see what are you dealing with, and then you can rehab properly, because I know that nobody's on the go more than, than Forbes Riley, even though now, you know, you're getting a massage and you're at the spa, so uh, you're, at the, you're in the right place. Well, and that's true. I actually did just get an extra on my neck. And if you're listening to this, we have a lot of people who call in. If, you, you know, if you'd like to be diagnosed in the next half hour, or at least ask Bob a question. He is truly the sports doctor. All right, so how about recommendations for the weekend warrior? Great, uh, great question. One of the biggest challenges, again, is that everybody wants to stay active. Really, 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 the new medicine is staying active and eating smarter. That's really the new medicine. And when we're talking about uh, the weekend warrior, we're talking about people who uh, are getting sometimes overactive, too aggressive. I call it the terrible twos that we want to be careful of, which is doing too much, being too aggressive, doing it too, uh, uh, too much progression. You know, think about the holidays sometimes. Uh, Memorial Day is, is famous for people. Hey, let's go play a softball game, you know, running the bases when you haven't been outside uh, exercising for, for six months. So we tell people, first of all, if you have a history of medical problems, address them. Whether it's foot-ankle problems and we're talking, gee, Forbes, what's the best shoe for you? Uh, what about orthotics? Orthotics are all about alignment. And there's a, there's a big value in over-the-counter devices, but they are not. They are not a custom inserts that, that are prescribed ideally by podiatry. So if you've got a history of problems, you want to pay attention. Uh, and, and again, you don't want to uh, uh, get too aggressive uh, too soon uh, because, again, sometimes the weekend warrior, whether he's a runner, whether she's looking to go play golf for two days in a row, whether you're talking about getting out on the uh, pickleball or the tennis court, yeah, you want to make sure that you're just, you know, you're staying within your own means and that you're in good enough shape to be doing what you're doing, period. Well, that's actually probably really, really good advice because I don't think most of us realize that. Here's a question for you that plagues me. I know when I'm sick, I have a little cold or you have a broken arm or you got through, you get cancer, but how do you know how healthy you are? Well, I think, again, you know, you've been all about the holistic, you know, you've been a pioneer. Heck, you were, you were with Jack LaLanne on, on the juicer, I remember you. Uh, uh, the infomercials talking about the importance of of the uh, of nutrition uh, and that whole uh, side of things, the holistic side. You know, years and years ago, MD doctors didn't know how to spell the word wellness uh, or uh, homeopathic, for example. So I think in this day and age, you want to be able to make sure you've had your medical physical that you are uh, paying attention. Uh, with your general practitioner. And then again, you know, I have a ton of chiropractic physicians on my show. We have all sorts of experts in all sorts of areas. 
Uh, so you want to be able to uh, uh, think about uh, a good exercise program that you enjoy that you could stick with uh, that doesn't bang you up necessarily uh, too much. And then you want to listen to your body. If you're having problems, uh, gee, you know, I just started a walking program, Dr. Wild. You know, now I've started running. You know, gee, my knees are hurting me. I have shin splints. My son, who's going to be the next quarterback, is always complaining about his ankles, etc. So screening. I do foot screenings in some of my local clubs. I might watch you walk. I might ask you if you had any history of problems. I might take a look at you balancing on one foot. Foot type. 80% of the time, Forbes is inherited. So if you've got flat pronated feet, blame your parents or your grandparents. Gee, you know, she's bow-legged just like her grandma, just like her mom. <laughs> uh, so many times we inherit foot problems. Gee, you know, hammer toes, uh, bunion deformities, etc. cetera. Uh, so uh, what's missed still to half of the females and girls and women I see as a sports podiatrist are knee problems. Got it. Hey, Bob, hey, Bob, hang on one second. We're, we're no. going to take a quick break because i got to go to my sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, one, I've always wanted to ask about high heels and shoes. I did an infomercial for orthotics. We'll compare some of that. And we come back, if you are the parent of a sports person like my kids, you want to stay tuned. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight-toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Okay, so I don't want to be one to put my foot in my mouth. Oh, oh, that's a bad podiatrist joke, right, Bob? <laughs> yeah, really. It's in the top so, three. All right. So Dr. Bob just informed me uh, that he is, well, I'll let you tell everybody your big news. Go for it. Uh, I am uh, just recently inducted into the National Fitness Hall of Fame. Um, I'm uh, proud to be uh, part of that. I was there when Forbes was uh, inducted in 2010. Uh, matter of fact, Jack Mullane is one of their great, great uh, uh, initial uh, members. And, uh, of course, Forbes was, uh, did the show with him with the juicer all those years. So, yes, very recently I'll be... Uh, the induction dinner is the end of April. Maybe you'll come in, Forbes. Well, Way you know, actually, high heels I, I, that you wanted I, to ask me about. <laughs> well, I, I got an invite, and uh, and I usually go every year. I love those guys because some of the feared guys are interested. Some of the members of the National Fitness Hall of Fame, you know, Jane Fonda, Tony Little, Tony Horton. Um, yes. I, the list goes on. Kathy Kaler, Leslie Sansom. They do they do about seven or eight people per year who have made a massive mark in the health and wellness bodybuilding industry. And uh, I feel very honored to be part of an amazing group of people. So, yay, welcome to the club. 
I am very, very proud to be part of the club. You know, one of the um, my most famous dash infamous articles on my website, sportsdoctorradio.com, is called Women in High Heels, Accepting oh. the Challenge. So I know that you had some questions, uh, and I'll give you a couple of really great hints uh, for all you gals out there. Uh, number one, if you're in high heels a lot, then you want to pay attention to strengthening your ankles uh, and doing some foot ankle exercise, whether it's rubber bands, whether it's balance work. It will help you immensely. You also have to understand that uh, you've got to pay attention to the ball of the foot. If you've got, for instance, corns or calluses, hammer toes or bunions, you're jamming the ball of the foot uh, into the front of that shoe, and you, you ain't going to like it. Uh, posturally, we recommend highly that you have some sort of variety in the height of the heels. Uh, I've seen women over the years, some of them European, who grew up in the same two-and-a-half-inch heel forever, the high heels, and they've got calf problems and Achilles tendon problems because the calf area has almost shortened because of that. So uh, uh, you pay attention to doing some strengthening. You know, get a ball of the foot, do the best you can. Once you get up, Forbes, to one-and-a-half-inch heels to two-inch heels, you are changing dramatically the posture to your low back and your knees, uh, et cetera. So uh, there's no doubt about it uh, that uh, uh, heels is a challenge. You know, shoes, heels that were designed by men who didn't have to wear them. <laughs> well, and that's so true, um, except I guess in the little Shakespearean plays, they wore a little bit of a heel. But I'm confused because I grew up wearing high heels. We're talking five and six inches. And I just love how sexy they make my legs look. But I got to tell you, yes. one, my feet can't stand it for a while, and then my back just gives out. So I, I'm not sure what to do now. Well, compromise. Again, you're, you're a fitness gal. You live in sneakers and good, and, and good shoes in a lot of ways. Uh, 80% of the women I see of all ages end up in some type of orthotic for their dress shoe. They might not wear it to a wedding in three-inch heels, but other than that, women's shoes, boots, loafers, low heels, uh, you can effectively have biomechanical orthotics that can be helpful. Uh, but you might see that you have to compromise and go down a little bit lower and make sure, again, that you've got uh, some sort of arch support and you're not jamming the front of the shoe uh, into, into the uh, 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 pressure on your feet. And the compromise is a big one because, again, you know, this is style and, uh, you know, fashion is a big, big deal. And you can tell people all day that it's uh, so that's why I called the article uh, of accepting the challenge. And, again, you're familiar. You grew up around rubber bands. Too bad we can't use the spin gym on your feet. Maybe you'll come up with an attachment. I'll help oh, you with I it. Oh, I have. I love, I love that you just pitched. We actually do have an attachment coming out. We've got new handles coming out. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, go to Shop Forbes Riley and check out my spin gym, which, I, by the way, you'd, you'd love it. I, I was sitting in the sauna last night. Three women followed me in my hotel room to buy spin right. gyms in my house. I know. It's, you show people everywhere. Now, my show, the sport, my show, The Sports Doctor, you talked about the spin gym when it first came out, you were on my show. When, did, when was, was that 2013? That was nine years ago. That would have actually been um, 2011. Whenever. Yeah, yeah, trust me. We're all getting uh, a little older uh, here. All right, so orthotics. I have a big question for you. I don't know if I've ever asked you this before. But how is it that hard orthotics work? I did a deal many years ago and sold a lot of these and loved this product called Barefoot yes. Science, where you put a little uh, something inside the, inside the uh, arch of your yes. heel. I mean, what is the difference yes. between a hard orthotic? Under, okay. Yes, you have to understand, Forbes, what truly a proper orthotic is about aligning the joints. It's about putting the foot and ankle in its best position. I use flexible plastics for the past 40 years, give or take a few weeks. If the material is, you know, my, my poster boy with orthotics, the 2010 men's Gold medal figure skating champion, grew up in Naperville, Illinois. He was 10 years old when I put orthotics in his skates. I asked him once, how many triple jumps do you think you might have done on your plastic orthotics? He said, I don't know, four or 5,000. So if the material is flexible, then a, a hard material is proper. So the key is, if it's rigid, we don't like it. If it's forgiving and flexible, that can be very, very ideal. We could cover it with soft materials, etc., but supporting the arch forbs is only one of the criteria. We use orthotics in high-arched individuals. 
They don't need arch support, but they might need proper positioning of the complex bones of the foot and ankle that a lot of times are taken for granted uh, and uh, uh, really, really shouldn't be, especially if you've got some, 80% of the population has some sort of foot-related uh, uh, problem, and uh, many times uh, we, we think that uh, uh, the uh, orthotic is the answer, but we don't go, go see podiatry. Some physical therapists and other experts are the best. I remember your product that you, you sold in an infomercial, and there is a value to over-the-counter arch supports, but that's what they are. It's like me saying to you, you know, Forbes, you need glasses, go to Walgreens. Yeah, maybe you I can know. get some glasses. But that ain't your bifocals, you know what I mean? So, right, so let me ask you a question. I've got to, we got to go, go to a commercial in a couple, and we're going to have to wrap up our interview because we're running out of time. What's one of the most important things that you could share with my audience right now? Again, if you've got a history of problems with your feet, then seeing podiatry makes sense. Knowing what the best shoe for you makes good, good sense. And here's another stat that will shock you. 50% of the population are not fit properly with any of the shoes they wear. So the major nugget is get fit properly and include good walking shoes in a lot of what you do. It's the best positioning you could be in. Wait, hang on a second. When you say, don't go away, when you say best walking shoes, sneakers, not sneakers, what are we looking at? Oh, I'm talking about sneakers. I'm talking about, there's a lot of good brands, you know, the, uh, all the good sneaker brands, Nike, New Balance, Adidas, good walking shoes that are fit properly. Uh, and a lot of times, again, half of us are not fit properly. The width is wrong. Uh, the the uh, length is not proper. So make sure you fit properly when it, and include in your repertoire some good walking shoes that you could hang around in and wear a lot because that's kind of the, one of the best things we've got. I don't expect you to go to dinner in your good sneakers, but you might want to go to lunch in them. <laughs> I love that suggestion. All right, so, Bob, where can we find you? SportsDoctorRadio.com. They could go to my radio shows and go back years and years and years. Uh, again, hashtag Hey Sports Parents. I have over 30,000 followers on Twitter. There's a lot of action, a lot of information at SportsDoc, D-O-C Radio. And they go to radio shows and go back not too many months ago. You'll hear Forbes when she was on the Sports Doctor, one of my favorite guests. <laughs> oh, well, I just love you. Thank you so very much for joining me. I will see you live in April at the induction, I promise, okay? I hope so. Thank you so no. much. Oh, you're very, very welcome. Everybody, just one of my favorite people. You know, one of the things I love about Bob is that he is a true giver. He had me on his show many times. He's always very generous. And as an entrepreneur, I want you to listen to something that he did. I think this is a good lesson. So he's on my show, and he managed to tell the audience you know, good things about me. Well, what does that do for you? That ingratiates you. So many times when I'll have a guest on or people get the spotlight, it all of a sudden becomes all about them. And one of the smartest things you can do when my Bob is so successful is to kind of play a good game of volleyball, especially on the radio. Hey, here's something I could use your help with, everybody. We not only are on Voice America, but we also live on iTunes as a podcast. It's also called The Forbes Factor. We've got, let's see, 100 and, I don't know, like 100 and some odd episodes here. But we only have 15 reviews. I actually can't even give you the link because I don't understand how all of this works on podcasting. But if you love the show, if you're a fan, do me a favor and, and go there and just pop a little review. You know, we've uh, spent a lot of time trying to bring you the most leading experts in so many different areas of life. I think we do a pretty good job. Uh, and not to mention my very next guest who's coming up. But like I said, say hi, be generous, and, uh, and that's that. All right, so coming up next, I have got an amazing woman. Now, we're going to, I think we should pop her in. You know what, let me take the next three minutes. When we come back, we'll introduce Ms. Catherine Rose, who really specializes in women. And, um, well, I don't know, I'll just kind of, let's see, how do, how do I want to describe her? I want to say about Ms. Catherine, who will be coming up, that she's the founder and CEO of WiseHer. Now, if you've not heard of that, it's a technology platform, get this, offering on-demand expert advice for women in business, career, and life. Uh, you know, Catherine, I've got one minute. Why don't you pop on and say hi? Hello. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you are very welcome. I think what you've created is amazing, and I really want you to share it with everybody uh, because there's, there's so many questions out there about being a woman in business. I know I've been struggling for years, and if you can compress time for us, baby girl, you are a lifesaver. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's all about, getting women f to go farther, faster. 
I love that. Wow. So right before we go to this commercial break, where can people find you? Well, I'm um, very active on Twitter. Kat K. Rose is my, is my handle. Um, also, wiseher.com. We're just about ready to launch. We have our experts all in there, so they can go there and get uh, signed on for to be the first to know when we, we go live. And, uh, and of course, LinkedIn. I'm, I'm pretty much everywhere. <laughs> well, I love that. So I've got one more minute. Um, now, you speak. You've been on some major stages from Google and Dell and IBM. How did you come to where you are in, like, five sentences? Go. <laughs> well, a lot of hard work, actually. So it's really all about this expertise, being able to figure out uh, the pain points of your customers, the pain points of the audience, of the people that you're trying to serve and trying to speak to, and making sure that you have some impactful things to say and real actionable things that they could take away from these talks. And that's how you get on those stages. I love that. All right, when we come back from my commercial break, we're going to talk about your, your definition of the difference between men and women in business. I'm always, as I'm more and more successful and deal at different levels, I find the definition of, of the differences change. So right now we're going to send you off to some of my favorite sponsors. They make this show happen, and a big thank you from me. You're listening to Forbes Riley right here on The Forbes Factor. Don't go away. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Okay, so before we dive into this interview, I want to send you guys off to a page. I want you to take a look at a thing called ForbesNation.com. Uh, my daughter and I, my daughter's 16, and she now speaks on stages. I think she's got a book coming out called Every Company Needs a Kid, and we're truly working on the idea that you're never too young to start. Our next guest is going to talk about that you're never too old to start either, but the idea of being a young woman is kind of exciting, and we've decided that one of the things that most people don't have access to is resources, so ForbesNation.com is truly our give back uh, of all the resources that we use, that I use, you know, almost every day because... In one, it's ever-changing on the Internet. There's always a new solution out there. And if you don't have access to somebody who's spoon-feeding that to you, you're going to miss out on some of the great things that are happening. Well, my guest now, Karen Catherine Rose, sorry, is the founder and CEO of WiseHer. Now, this is a new platform. It's just about out. There's a real cool landing page with a video. You can see what she's up to. But she is going to create a platform for women expert advice in business and career and life. And I know that she's going to ask me to be on it. I can just feel that happening right now. <laughs> Ms. Catherine, <laughs> welcome to the show. Absolutely. Hey, girl. All right. So talk to me. What is it that women need to know most? Well, I think that the idea of what I was really trying to figure out, uh, you know, how to solve some of the challenges that women have in business and in, in actually in corporate, too, was really trying to decipher what is the challenge. I mean, there's over 11 million women businesses in this country, and 90% of them are solo, right, single-person entities. 
And why is that? You know, don't they want to scale? Well, the answer is yes, of course they do. But oftentimes they don't know how. Um, They don't know where they can access the right information. And they don't know if the person that they're accessing the information from oftentimes is an expert, right? Do you see these Facebook groups and you're just typing in, hey, can you help me with this? And sometimes you get great advice and sometimes you don't. So that was really one of the challenges. The other one is, um, you know, really this idea of a either a real or perceived lack of education can hold a woman back. You know, uh, a, a job application's out there and it says 10 years experience. And if a woman has nine years, 11 months, and 29 days, she won't apply. She's right? <laughs> just thinking, I can't do that. Um, the other thing I think that we, we've uncovered is that this, what we call this very unique to women, it's, it's called cognitive load. And it's all this stuff that is around our heads all day long. And it's not an indictment of men. It just is what it is. When, you know, the camp forms have to be filled out, my husband doesn't even think about doing it. It's not even on his radar screen. That's my job, right? Not necessarily if I said to him, you know, you fill the camp forms, he will. But the idea is, is that I need to think about them because, or they won't get thought of. So, it's this idea of uh, all these things that hang around in our head. If you, like me, I have, I'm in that sandwich generation. I have young kids and I have aging parents, you know, just trying to get through the, the day in, in life and launch a business or have a career and not have it, you know, kind of derail you. Um, and then the last thing is the funding. Women only get 2% of the investment capital. And so how can we affect that? So Wise Her is set up as a social enterprise so out of our uh, profits, we give back to women in business in the form of grants for business owners and corporate education to help women rise. Now, where do you come from to be able to create all of this? What is your background? Well, this interesting story. Um, in 2007, I was on Wall Street, actually, and the mortgage market melted down. And um, I was eight and a half months pregnant with my first child. They had shut our division, so now I find myself quite literally barefoot pregnant in the kitchen, calling my husband saying, what am I going to do next? And about a week later, my mom had a brain aneurysm, leaving her paraplegic. So it was just a really crazy time, and I had to reinvent myself. And so I just thought, well, hey, this Google thing looks like it's going to stick around for a while. You know, maybe I can do something with Internet. And I called all my old brokers, and I said, what can I do to help you, you know, with your business? And the resounding answer was they wanted help with uh, ranking their websites on Google. And as a consummate salesperson, I said, sure, I can do that. Let me give, get back to you in a couple of weeks. And uh, I had no idea it was even called search engine optimization. So I had to teach myself. And um, I knew I had two weeks to get back to this person. And so I actually found somebody, paid for their time, and had my first paying client in two weeks in SEO. So that's kind of where the idea that the seed was planted for Wise Her all those years ago. And then, you know, after your career disappears and the rug really gets, like, torn out from underneath you, you realize that there, there are ways that you, you want to make sure that you're always kind of staying up with the technology and staying up with, um, you know, anything that can help you if something happens again. And so I've just been, I really embrace the internet and technology around that and uh, spend a lot of time teaching myself enough code to be dangerous and uh, just really surrounding myself with these, this great entrepreneurial um, environment that I find myself in. What do you think, uh, you're being on Wall Street and seeing over the last how many years, what's the change you find in the women in workplace environment? Well, I think there is a lot more acceptance of people working from home. You know, it used to be if you were working from home and the dog barked, it was like the end of the world and, you know, everyone would be up in arms. And now, like, your kids can walk in and, you know, talk to you and they wave to my clients on Skype and, you know, no one gets all offended by it. Um, But I have to say, as much progress as we've made, I feel like we're still not even close. I did a, a talk a few weeks ago. Um, to a group of emerging sales leaders, all women, um, and, you know, the inevitable conversation happened about work-life balance and integration and things, and the moderator asked the, the room, and there were about 300 women in there, and said, you know, how many of you are worried about having families and how it will impact your career? And, like, 80% of the room raised their hands, and it just took my breath away. I, I couldn't believe it that still to this day women are worried about, having a family, and being able to advance their careers. And men never have this worry, do they? 
No, at least I don't see it anyway. Uh, it's not something that, um, you know, that I've witnessed, you know, in, in all the years that I've, I've been in, involved in corporate and even in business. I do more so now men will say, hey, I can't do that meeting because my, my son or my daughter has a sports, you know, game or has a chorus concert or something like that. But it not, it's not a, a worry for them. I don't it's, hear that from men so today. I'm concerned about my career if I have kids. Have you seen uh, Marianne Williamson's bid for president yet, her yes. video? Yes. What do you think of that? Yes. And by the way, if you don't know where I'm talking about, this took me totally by surprise, and I'm completely delighted about this. Um, Marianne Williamson has been a spiritual teacher, someone I love very much. Uh, when I do my Forbes Factor trainings in, in, uh, in, in Florida, which one's coming up in February called Forbes Factor Live, I have a big quote in there about don't play small. I've been living by some of her words forever. And she got on YouTube. And if you don't know, it's M-A-R-I-A-N-N-E Williamson. Please watch this. I think it's one of the most uh, igniting, empowering speeches that I've ever heard. And in light of the current government, it excited me to no end. What was your take on it? Well, you're talking about the not playing small piece of it. Um, you know, that famous quote that she has about, you know, yeah, how no, are you no, no, no. the world. Just, right. But she sits behind a desk and talks about why she should run for president. Oh, actually, no, I did not see that. I did not see that one. Ah, okay. So then I'm informing everybody needs to watch this. It is, she quotes history. She's very sane and logical and sweet and powerful all at the same time. I believe Oprah is endorsing her. Not that that may or may not matter to anybody besides me, but she's an interesting candidate. And uh, I always say if Trump can be president, I can be Oprah and we can all do whatever we want because pretty much if you say, yeah, not putting anybody down, but. If you're, you know, so she's not a politician either. And if that's what this country wants is a non-politician, but real leadership, you've got to go to YouTube and watch this. That's fantastic. I, w- I-, I can't wait to watch it myself. That's ma- amazing. Yeah. Do you have children? Obviously, yeah, you do. You're eight and a half months pregnant. How, how many children I do, do you have? yes. I have an 11, yep. I have an 11-year-old and a six-year-old. Boy, girl? A boy, girl, yes. Yeah. I, which one is older? The boy, yep, my son, LJ, and my daughter, Lorelai, and, uh, and yeah, they're a joy, and um, they help me a lot, actually, in my entrepreneurial journey. They're just really, they're, they're along for the ride, and I did a pitch competition not too long ago, and I don't know if, if you're familiar with them or your audiences, you have to get up in front of this, you know, this, this group, and sometimes investors, and sometimes it's a big crowd, and they give you five minutes. Sometimes they give you a minute, some, you know, they give you a timed pitch that you have to do, and so I had to practice this to make sure I came in on time because they'll cut you off, right? And so my six-year-old was there, and she's helping me, and I'm practicing, you know, holding the Wii remote as my microphone and, the, um, you know, my mouse as my clicker, you know, for my slides. And she's like, Mom, Mom, stand up straight and smile. It makes you look more reasonable. Like, <laughs> she's just, she's so, just so my fun, too. I have two 16-year-olds. Uh, one is my son is a football player and a straight-A student, but my daughter's been doing entrepreneurial stuff with me since day one. She, used to, she tells people she used to sit in the back of HSN home shopping and give my, my models notes and tell me what to do at six years old. So <laughs> let me tell you something. She now earns more money per month than her teachers do all year. Oh, my so gosh. She has a book coming out called Every Company Needs a Kid. My question to you is what are you helping your daughter understand about the world and what would you tell other moms with their daughters? I think what I'm trying to do with my daughter is to, you know, I want her to have a voice. I feel like many years from my generation growing up, you know, it wasn't really acceptable to be at the table or have that voice or, you know, you were seen as abrasive or aggressive or whatever. And I want her to feel comfortable in her own skin and her own voice. And so I always, you know, encourage her to speak up, encourage her to have an opinion and stick to your guns, you know, stick to your, to your opinion. And, um, I, like I said, as you, as you said, you were your 16-year-old daughter. I mean, I, I take my, my daughter with me and my son, too. My son has his own little hand scrub business. So they're both trying to do, like, entrepreneurial pursuits. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I try to take her as many places with me so she can see her mom on stage and she can see, you know, the people around me and, um, and know it's possible, you know, and, and know it's okay to, um, to step out of your comfort zone. I'm always, I'm always encouraging her to do that. If you're, if that makes you uncomfortable, do it anyway, you know, and, and try and just try it, try everything. So that's what I would say. Um, I'm no parenting expert for sure, but I think that that's something that my parents always encouraged me is to try new things. Don't let your fears hold you back, um, you know, and, and, and just really pushing myself to, to, to open myself up to new opportunities. 
Well, I'm going to say that by virtue of us raising children, we become a parenting expert as much as anybody ever could. I'm actually in Chicken Soup for the Soul for Busy Working Moms because I wrote a chapter called How to Raise Your Kids Like Dogs. And it was actually they changed how to raise your babies like puppies. It really wasn't about chaining your kid up and feeding them dog food as much as it was understanding the behavior behind what do you want. And when, when, when a dog begs for something or wants a treat, they're in a very open state to be trained. And I've trained my kids very well. And I think we should all train our children, whether it's manners or to clean up their room or to do certain things as formulas to do this that are fun. Just so you know, your kids are too old now. But, um, but for everyone listening out there, you said something that I live by. And everyone always says, because well, McKenna comes with me still on trips. And I will tell you, it is fascinating that a 16-year-old at all wants to hang out with her mom. So I feel very, very blessed. But I did exactly what you did. And I'm going to encourage every mom and dad to do this. In today's world, take your kids to work. Let them see what you do. No longer is it, oh, daddy just goes off and does something and there's food on the table. But if you want your kids to participate in life. And by the way, the other thing is, this is why McKenna's writing a book called Every Company Needs a Kid. They know things that we don't. The world is changing so fast. My daughter came to me about two years ago. Hey, mom, uh, this is a thing called Bitcoin coming out. Can I have 100 bucks? Like, no. I really just said no. <laughs> mom, it's like 500 bucks. Can I have, you know, no. Hey, mom, you should invest. It's not like 1,000. I'm like, McKenna, would you just stop? Mom, it's like 6,000. I'm like, what? So be open-minded. And I, the thing that I've learned, and I, I definitely want to pass along to my young ones and to all my moms and dads out there, there's so much to be learned from these little guys. Don't dismiss them in today's age. They know more. They have access to a phone. They know more than you do on so many um, just average levels, you know, like the things that are going on pop culture-wise. Uh, and then, of course, when they get to that age of 16, they do now realize they know everything and will happily tell you that. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think my six-year-old thinks she knows it, too. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this thing about women... I think one of the reasons women are not more advanced along the way is not men, but women themselves. We get to a certain level, and I say we because I'm part of this and part not of this, but we have some behaviors with interpersonally with women. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I, I do. Yes. Yeah. So uh, my, male, my male engineer just said, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> there's a way that women... There's a, you know, we're all very instinctual creatures. We have intuitions, we have alpha instincts, we do things. And women jockey for position in fun, in funny ways. I am one of those that's wildly supportive. I got over it. I cannot be jealous of another woman because I know that every one of us has gone through so much, so much stuff in our lives. But that's not great. Gen- yes. That's not the notion for a lot of women. What would you say to women to help each other succeed? Do you think? I think that you're, it, it, it's, it's like anything in life, you have to find the tribe of people and, you, you know, pay attention to who's not clapping for you, um, you know, and I think that it's really important to find, that there are so many more of us, actually, Forbes, that, that, than there are of the others, although the other kind of behavior gets more press, there are, there are many more of us. Find those people, stick with those people, grow with those people. And, um, you know, Facebook and social media have made it actually a lot easier to see who's clapping for you. Um, has also made it a lot easier to find those people. And I think, you know, I think it's getting, getting past that, you know, why her, not me. Good for her because it can be me. And I spend a lot of time talking to women about this idea of, you know, Really, again, on that getting out of that comfort zone, but accepting the responsibility of your presence and your, um, you know, your gifts. So I had someone the other day who I, uh, she got an, a great award in this very narrow sector of technology. And a couple of days later, I got uh, an AP reporter emailed me and said, hey, do you know anybody in this area? Because I do a lot of work in tech. I said, absolutely. So I sent her, you know, his information. I'm like, give him a call. And she wrote back to me and said, I'm sorry, I'm not an expert in that. I've only been in this field for three years. And I, like, you know, how dare you not step into your brilliance and how dare you not, you know, step into it, not because it's about you, but because it shows every other woman ahead of you, next to you, and more importantly, behind you, that it's possible to be quoted as an expert. It's possible to be that one on stage and in the spotlight. And I think that's you know one what? of the, we, the um, biggest things. We need to run off to a break. I was so busy listening to you and so focused on it. I'm going to run off to one quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. You're after my heart. You've been listening to The Forbes Factor. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. We're on the subject of women in business. You know, Forbes Factor is one of the most spontaneously diverse conversations that you will have, but I love digging deep. So Catherine Rose has... You know, when you build a new platform, it takes everything that you are. How long have you been building WhyIsHer.com? Uh, about a year now. Yeah, it's, it takes a lot of time, effort, energy, and money. You know, again, women only get 2% of the investment capital, so you, most of us do have to bootstrap as we get going. So, yeah, it's taken about a year, but um, it's been a great process. And you set, out, you, set out to, you set out to do this Why? I just felt like it was time that, you know, so, some, something was, um, I mean, there's so many women's organizations, and they're all great. They have the meetups and the luncheons and the online communities, and they're all really great, but a lot of it is very passive. Come to my meeting, come to my website, watch my video, and I think for a lot of us, it's, I don't want to, I, don't, it's, I want more active. I want to talk, just show me how to do it, right? That makes my life faster. It makes it easier, um, and that's how I built my successful businesses. So I wanted to be able to give that back, and I really saw an opportunity with everything happening in the country that you know we 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 do need to help each other. And again, it's not in spite of men or instead of men; it's alongside men. But women have very different challenges, and they learn differently. And so I think that you know putting women, um, elevating women to the level of expertise that they deserve, and giving them the opportunity to help others and, and bring them along with them in a very scalable, e- more easy way than maybe a long-term mentorship would be. That it, w- it seemed like a really good fit. Now, if somebody were to start something like you were doing, what would the steps be to do that? Well, first, I think it's really the, the whole idea of in the startup community, we call it product market fit. Like, what is the pain point that you're solving and how are you solving it in the most efficient, direct way? And are people willing to pay for it, right? So those are all like the main things that you start off with. And for the first six months, I just did a ridiculous amount of research. Um, I actually took my idea and I brought it out to the world to some, you know, some of those meetups that I was talking about. And I... I kind of pretended that I wasn't the founder, that I was someone doing research to see if this was a startup I should invest in because I just wanted, I didn't want people to give me the answers that I wanted. I wanted to hear what they really thought. And my very first idea was not a big hit. And so I took that, that information back and I boiled it down to what are the main challenges? How can I solve this challenge? And I have a very extensive network. You know, how can I help all those people too? And so that's where WiseHer came from. So the first thing is figuring out what the problem is, um, who cares about my, my, problem, my product or service, and who's going to pay for it. So those are the, that's the first step. The second then is how is the solution going to go to market? Um, you know, do, can I, I have a, a storefront where people can come in for advice? Sure, but that's not scalable. So really trying to think through those steps. 
Um, and then, you know, try, try to make sure that you're launching something. Sometimes with women, we want it to be perfect, right? I had, an, I had a, um, a competition a couple weeks ago that we won, yay. Um, but they came, the, one of the uh, potential investors came up to me afterward, and he said, just turn on the lights, Catherine. You know, it'll never be perfect. And he was absolutely right. I mean, I think getting it to that, what we call minimum viable products, like get it out there, get people to test it see if they're responding in the way that you want, and now you know you have something. There's some there there, so to speak. Well, uh, let me share something with you, everyone who just heard that. That's one of the most important things that I've heard in a very long time, especially with women getting this thing perfect. Do not let the perfect ruin the good and just turn the lights on. Because, it, you know, if you thought about that, we'd never have a cell phone. Doesn't Apple put out a phone and then, you know, 2.0 and 3.1 and whatever it is right afterwards, it's called agile marketing. Get it out there. Um, Right. I, I think that's kind of genius. You know, I would actually love to invite you. I do a class every uh, Thursday night uh, at permissiongrantedproductions.com. It's free for people to come in. It's an hour of coaching, and I bring in celebrity experts and people who are experts in their field. And and I don't know if you qualify. You've only been an expert for like 15 years or so. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I would love my women in that group, and it's men and women, to hear this. You know, it's funny. I just said that. People always say, Forbes, you're a great speaker. Do you speak to women's groups? I'm like, does Tony Robbins speak to men's groups? What is with us? Why can't we just be people? So that is part of my big concern is just how to get the opposite sex to not be opposite, but not to compete, but to complete. How does that sound? No, I agree with you. I would love it to be a situation where, you know, we have these women's events that aren't all just rah-rah women's events because guys go to events, and this is a motivational keynote speaker, but then all the rest of it is roll up our sleeves and get stuff done, right? And um, a lot of the women's events, it's, it's, it's not that same. You, you have the, a lot of the rah-rah, and you walk away, and I'm, you know, I'm one of the rah-rahs, right? I'm a speaker on, in, in the, on the circuit. But, you know, I always try to explain to them, like, you know, I think we need some more actionable things that people can actually take away and do. And I would like it to become a situation where we don't need a woman's group or, or, or anything, but it, I think at least at this point in time in our, in our country, in our history, whatever, I think that it is important to have, you know, those, those tribes and, um, and really give people what they need from, from their own perspective, right? Meet people where they actually are. So, so Catherine, yeah, I'd I like to see that. It, well, unfortunately, I would love to see that too. We are out of time. Uh, to all my tribe, I love you guys. You know, it's one of the problems with me as a woman. I talk a lot. Um, but this was awesome, <laughs> Catherine. I look forward to hearing more about Wiser, seeing how I can contribute. You guys were listening to The Forbes Factor. It is another wonderful hour show, chock full of this started out with health, wealth, and happiness. I wish all of that to you. If you're listening live, we're getting ready for holiday season. Stay safe, stay happy, and remember the secret to true happiness is giving more than you get. That's how you'll get more than you ever imagined. Catherine, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. And for the rest of you, adieu. Bye-bye. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.